Thanks for joining me on the Catch Up Pinky here with you. Been a great week with some really good chats. Look, one of them was a bit silly, but we found out that nuns have started TikTok accounts to make sure you realise that nuns are still an option. So that was kind of fun, actually. Took me down memory lane. Caught up with Gabby from the RACQ Capricorn Helicopter Rescue Service because, of course, it's National Volunteer Week and pretty much all of their fundraising is done with the volunteers. That was great to chat about our beloved chopper and Nicole from Capricorn Animal Aid on Rescue a Dog Day. Capricorn Animal Aid is also run by volunteers, so really lovely to catch up with her. And Glenn from Vector Health, he is taking his staff on a trek to raise funds for Beyond Blue. I hope you enjoy. Banksy and Pinky for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Glenn Hansen, the head of coaching at Vector Health Performance, joins us this morning. Nice to have you back in the studio. Thanks, Pinky. So you and some of the Vector Health team members are embarking on Coast Trek Wild Women on Top. Tell us more about it. Yeah, so Coast Trek was developed um, a number of years ago as a um, fundraiser for Beyond Blue. So I think everyone can acknowledge the impacts on everyone's mental health that COVID, especially over the last few years, have had. Yeah. Um, as a business owner, I, I guess I wanted to try and find something that was a challenge for our team to participate in. Um, that was somewhat challenging, but also a fun environment to be in in a social setting. So it's a walk of 30 kilometres mm-hmm. that we've chosen to do. It starts at, um, starts at Majimba Beach and goes to Noosa, um, and it's on the 15th of July. So at the moment, we've got uh, 12 of us that are training for that, so um, building up our walking distance. And it's something that's really positive for us to do. So people in the health or the medical industry, a lot of the time we spend most of our the best time of the day to exercise, we spend that coaching people. Yeah. I mean, I know I do. Five o'clock in the morning, you're coaching someone when they're yeah. training. So for me, um, personally, it's 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 that mission to make myself get up and do something that gets me out of my comfort zone, which is for me is an endurance sport. But it's been a really great thing for the team to get around. And, and you know, we went for a 12, 11-kilometre uh, walk on the beach on, on Sunday. Wow. Um, and it's just a really nice activity because you can – talk to each other about everything mm. but work. Yeah. You can get out there and share your stories. And, you know, on that Sunday, it was, you know, the day that uh, Andrew Simons passed away the night yeah. before. So, you know, we did a lot of chats about that because a lot of us, you know, seen him play cricket and things yeah. like that. So it's it's really it's a really positive thing to do. Walking isn't challenging in its nature, but when you walk 30 kilometres, there's a lot of things that can go wrong, such as, you know, you get really bad blisters and that's the thing that usually stops people. Yep. So it's learning how to cope with those, that, that little bit of adversity. So how long do you think it's going to take to walk 30 Ks? Because I would say it takes about an hour roughly to walk five, but is it on the trail and on challenging terrain? So I've looked at the map and it looks like there's about 20 kilometers on the beach. So if you look at the beaches in CQ, they're nice and flat, but the beaches down in, on the Sunshine mm. Coast with all of the wave action lately might be quite cambered. So that can present its own challenges because you get, um, you know, one side that'll be slightly harder to walk on. The sand can be a little bit softer on the surf beaches. So there's definitely some challenges there. You have to cross a number of creek crossings. So you have to deal with getting wet feet. Wow. 
Um, so it it's a different challenge. Like it's different to running a marathon on, on a flat ground. I mean, that presents a different challenge. So 30 kilometers, um, if you just walked without stopping, you'd probably look at, you know, six to seven hours. We're sort of planning on sort of 10 yep. um, based on stopping and enjoying the scenery and not Not, not leaving anyone behind. No. And that's the other thing is it's making sure that everyone enjoys themselves enough. Um but like I said before, the biggest issues with walking that far often aren't an injury. It's more, um, you know, developing a blister that yeah. is so bad that it's hard to walk. So it's actually, the training is about learning to sustain that and also learning how to keep yourself hydrated enough and how to, what to eat when you're walking that far. And as you were saying, with the staff at Vector Health, concentrating on helping others to improve their health and well-being, uh, is the team feeling those elevated feelings from the hormone rush of doing something great and active outside? I think um, for, for a lot of us, the walk won't be a significant fitness challenge. A few of us were a little bit sore after walking 11 <laughs> kilometres on the beach, yeah. um, just a different feel. So I don't, I think it'll be a challenge in terms of it's more of a mental challenge for us. And why we're doing it is because, you know, one of our um, team members' partners was lost to suicide um, earlier in the year. And, and it's it just reminds you that how precious life is and how quickly it can be taken away. So that's one of the big reasons we want to do it. Well, on that note, yes, if you are suffering and need some support, you can call Lifeline Australia 24 hours a day on 13 11 14. Well, I think it's a fantastic cause. Uh, where can we go to help donate to the team for this effort. Yeah, so there's, um, there'll be a link on our website that gives a QR code for each team member that's doing it. There's 12 of us, so there'll be a link on our website uh, today just to have a look at that. Otherwise, you can go to Coast Track and search any of the people that are doing it as well. There's also a poster at Vector Health with a whole bunch of all of us that are doing it. Well, I love your work. I love that you guys lead the way with your own value system as well. And also, I just want to know, uh, what will be your poison on the walk, like snakes or jelly beans? <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I, uh, we <laughs> Lemonade. We, we may, um, yeah, we're still sort of working that out, I think. <laughs> All right, I've got but some suggestions for you. There you go. Thanks. That'll be great. <laughs> Thanks, Ian Pinky, for breakfast. Central Queensland's Triple M. Subscribe now to stay up to date. Thanks, Ian Pinky, on Triple M CQ. And the sisters, the nuns, have signed up and joined TikTok. Yes, there is a group that have uh, got on there as a way to broadcast and share the fact that nuns, you can still become one, and the sisterhood has not died out. Monica Clare is the sister who has signed everyone up. She is 56 and the youngest in her nun community. So she's decided to get on there and spread the word. I mean, why not? I mean, it's going to liven TikTok up. All I see, there's a lot of makeup videos. Uh, there's a lot of how to make your house organized by just replacing containers, really, with plastic pretty ones. So your laundry powder comes in a box, but you need to put it in another box and do these extra jobs to make the house more organised. It's, it's getting a bit dull on there. Or there's like super dramatic confessions or rants on there that get lots of views. And then the follow-up kind of drops it down quite the notch because they elaborate further or they've calmed their farm and no one cares anymore. Uh, so anyway, there you go. The nuns have jumped on because they're just saying not not everybody realises they're still around um, and they just want to let sure make sure everyone knows they can actually jump on board and, and get involved. So they're sharing all sorts of things like special holiday meals. Some of them are playing pranks. I mean, if you think about it, the most famous nuns, you know, like Sound of Music Maria, um, that didn't come out till 1965. Yes, Maria, um, how do we 
solve a problem like Maria. Remember that? How do you solve a problem like Maria? I know, right? How do you catch a cloud and pin it down? I felt like I had a lot in common with Maria. I really wouldn't have um, fitted in at the nunnery. Uh, and then you had Whoopi Goldberg with Sister Act. Uh, that came out back in 1992. So I guess like they're due for a bit of a, a rebrand, a bit of marketing. The nuns, they're on TikTok. Check it out. Subscribe now to stay up to date. Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. It's National Volunteer Week. So we're catching up with Gabby from the RACQ Capricorn Helicopter Rescue Service. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Thank you for joining us to talk about our beloved rescue chopper. (laughs) Yes, of course, yep. So with National Volunteer Week, I wanted to remind everyone in CQ how much you rely on volunteers to keep the RACQ Capricorn Helicopter Rescue Service up in the sky helping us all out. Our volunteers are just as important as the helicopter itself to the service. Mm. They are so vital in providing their time and their energy to helping us at our events, you know, help in office duties. They do everything. Our volunteers really are amazing and that's why we're really excited for this week. It's our chance to send a massive thank you to all of them and maybe encourage some other people to step up and give it a go. Yeah, absolutely. I agree too. There's always time or a chance for someone to jump on board if they're keen. Now, you do a number of fundraisers throughout the year. Yes, we do. We have, you know, our colour runs that you might have seen around the region, which our volunteers just love. That's one of their favourites. Yeah, that's a good one. To participate in. And, you know, people bring each of their own skills to the service. If you think, you know, you might have, you know, something you like doing, we have volunteer photographers, volunteer gardeners, you know, you anything you can do. We appreciate the work that our volunteers help us out with. So what kind of events have you got coming up that maybe some people might be interested in volunteering for? We have our RSEQ Cap Rescue Open Day, which usually is at the hangar, but this year we've partnered up with Seeking University and we're going to be having it on site there. So there's always something to do with that. You know, give, help, help the crew give tours of the helicopter, you know, take some photos with our volunteers. Uh, we also have our Calendar Capricorn, which uh, we had our one in Rockhampton earlier this year. And we have uh, our Gladstone and Villa uh, based event coming up um, in the second half of the year as well. Brilliant. And so how can anyone get in touch with you, Gabby, to find out more? So you can head to our Facebook page or our website or you can call the office and someone will definitely be able to point you in the right direction. Well, happy National Volunteer Week to you and the team. Thank you so much for that. And if you want to forward any donations or lend the team a hand, like Gabby said, jump onto the website caprescue.org.au. Subscribe now to stay up to date. Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. National Rescue Dog Day today. So we have Nicole from Capricorn Animal Aid, also a volunteer, uh, joining us this morning. Thanks for joining us, Nicole. No, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, our four-legged furry friends are just the best. Uh, Our little dog at home, she's only two now and just constantly loving us, wants to sit on us, shaking the tail. Uh, We always say we don't know what we'd do without her. (laughs) Absolutely. I'd be lost without mine. Yeah. Now, look, you volunteer, as does everyone through Capricorn Animal Aid. So thank you for giving us some more of your time today. And thank you for all the volunteering you are doing on this uh, very particular week. But I wanted to get you guys on to have a bit of a chat about how we go about adopting or rescuing a dog with Capricorn Animal Aid. Okay. Well, we um, all our dogs that we have in care, we don't have a, a base. 
but they're all in volunteers' homes, in foster carers' homes. Mm-hmm. So everyone puts up their time, their love, and their homes for these dogs to help rescue them. Yes. Um, so we don't we don't have a main phone line or anything either. So it's all done through um, our Facebook page or our website. Okay. So everything, obviously, as we're all volunteers, we do it in our spare time. So. Yes. Sometimes it may take a little bit to get back to you, but we do endeavour to get back as soon as we can. There's applications. You fill out the application. We usually just check, do a yard check just to make sure they've got shelter, a fenced yard, because as you can imagine, some need a good fenced yard. Yep. And yeah, it's just the application process. And once approved, it's um, a $330 fee. Yep. And that includes all up-to-date vet work, including intestinal worming, vaccinations and defecting. So how do you come across the dogs that need rescuing? We, we get at least surrender, one surrender a day or sometimes multiple. Wow. We've seen an increase since the housing crisis, um, but unfortunately we can't help all of them because we, we need more carers. We need more carers to be able to take. If we don't have any available spots in our carers' home, unfortunately we can't take them. But then we also do contact other rescues as well. We all work together. Yep. We're all doing the same thing. Um, yeah, so at least one a day, sometimes multiple, and yeah, and, and the rock. We um, also rescue from the Rockhampton, Yapoon, and Billawila pounds, mm-hmm. and we are regularly contacted by local vets for sick and injured, so we take them on board as well. So you can our vet bills cost about twenty five thousand a month. Okay, wow, that's a huge bill. Fees, yeah, the adoption fees don't cover that. So that's where a lot of the fundraising comes into it. That is huge. And mm-hmm. so up to the 20th of May, which is today, how many adoptions have you processed this year? This year is roughly 74 to 75 adoptions. That's impressive. Year. Yeah, that's a lot. Last, last year we rescued 208 dogs and so far this year, um, not quite sure on that figure, but at the moment we've got 32 dogs in care and lots of cats. Okay, yes. Well, yeah. of course, look, we would encourage any adoption of any pets quite frankly, today. It doesn't have to be a dog, even though that's the day today. <laughs> so um, with our fundraising, we actually have a sponsorship drive that is going on tonight. Mm-hmm. So we rely on sponsorships where people can, they have naming rights of the animal. Um, we do regular sausage sizzles at Bunnings. Um, we have bingos on Saturday and Sundays. Um, and then obviously we have our big fundraising ball for the year, which I'm on the committee for that. So details about that will be coming out soon. And we have an adoption day next month on Sunday the 5th of June at Petstock Rockhampton. And we will have cats and dogs. We've only just recently rescued 12 kittens in one day that were left in a box on the side of the road. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Yeah, I have Mm -hmm. seen you doing those adoption days as well. So that's great to know. And, of course, you will share all of that information if people want to keep up to date with Capricorn Animal Aid. Just go and like the Facebook page. Yep, that's it. Absolutely. All our information is put up on there, including all our cats and dogs that are available for adoption. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for sharing more of your time with us and thank you so much for volunteering in the first place, Nicole. Thank you for having me.